I love Olympic curling. This is the greatest shit ever. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing again? Oh, yeah, wrestling. That's right. I have a wrestling podcast. I'm back this week, boys. Let's have some fun. Yes. Welcome to episode 93 of the Essential Wrestling Podcast. Back in my hosting chair after a long overdue absence. Uh, I am back. I am excited to be back. Uh, we are always powered by the Eastern Observer. You can taste the power. I just poured my cup of power right there while the, the intro was going. I forgot to do that. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm still a little rusty here. Hopefully all my graphics, everything, everything will be good to go. On the bottom part of our screen, uh, the first ever PWP champion, the uh, true Survivor League Eliminator, uh, Eastern Observer football champion, and apparently the Essential Wrestling Podcast third string quarterback, <laughs> the living legend, John DeConi. John, how are you? I watched the last two weeks. Looks like you and John Smith were having some fun by your lonesomes. <laughs> All I can say is thank you. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> complete new respect for what you do and the way everything unfolds in front of you and all the different things to pay attention to when you and Ryan are in the uh, the driver's seat. And I never want to do that again. <laughs> okay. well, we, we will do, our, do what we can to make sure that you're not put in that position. Uh, on the top part of our screen, our backup quarterback, the, uh, the owner, the creator of Minutes to Bell Time, Dot com, right? It's not a podcast, right, Ryan? That's right. Dot com. Dot, dot com. Uh, Ryan Joy, glad to have you back. I know you were on vacation uh, uh, for the past week or so as well. How are things? Things are good. I'm looking forward to being on the show today, making my picks for this week's matches, uh, which there are a lot of them. Yeah, we got three shows to pick this week. James Wheels already chiming in. Uh, breaking news 205 Alive officially canceled. Uh, Jason Weston actually just uh, texted me that. Uh, about 10 minutes ago uh, during pre-production. Yeah, we were talking about that as well. Level up. Uh, also talking rumors that new commissioner Cody Rhodes might be headed there. We'll get into that later. <laughs> on today's episode 93 on February 15th of the year of our Lord 2022, Gary Mahefi is with us to talk NXT UK and finally a big main event win for our European Jersey guy, way to go. Can't wait to talk about that with Gary. We make our picks for this week's upcoming shows presented by Minutes to Bell Time and sponsored, as always, by ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And guys, John DeConi, were you doing this? I kind of saw this graphic kind of up there. I don't, am I the only one? No, uh, uh, John Smith would drop in the line, uh, but I, I kept watching finding the actual picture <laughs> you like it too you like it too uh we're gonna main event the show like i said we have three shows with points on the line this week uh we're gonna main event the show with making our picks for vengeance day for no surrender and for the elimination chamber here are our roll, roll up standings going into uh i guess starting last tuesday after john the uh 
turned the, I guess the end, hit the end broadcast switch. This is what we were left with. AEW with the lead. I think Raw might have something to say about that. <laughs> we'll get to Raw in a little bit as well. We're gonna, but we're gonna curtain jerk the show with AEW World Championship Texas Deathmatch. But before we do, John Connie. This took place in New Jersey. What in your vision would be a New Jersey death match? Like Taylor Hagen and cheese and face? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like the equivalent of Frogger going against, uh, going across, trying to go across the Jersey Turnpike. That's a Jersey death match. would have to have something to do with traffic. Absolutely. John the we got a main event, though. Good main event. Yes, sir. Hangman Adam Page, Lance Archer, the Texas Death Match in Jersey. Uh, it starts backstage. We, you know, the, the, they jump. So, I mean, we, we didn't even see who jumped who. We just saw them at it back in the go position. Uh, they finally rang the bell as they fought their way out the tunnel and they were out in front of the Trons and whatnot. They make their way all the way down to the ring, just beating the hell out of each other back and forth. Hangman hits an early buckshot lariat. But they tumble out of the ring with it. And then Dan Lambert says, let's take that out of the arsenal. He goes underneath, grabs one of the 16-inch wrenches. He undoes the top turnbuckle, uh, loosening the entire top rope, therefore making sure that Hangman can't hit another buckshot lariat. Or so he thought. Uh, they fight at ring. They fight around ringside. There is some, you know, gratuitous violence and... Uh, Plenty of blood. Uh, we get a we get a nice moment where uh, Jake Roberts hits a short arm clothesline, and he's setting up to drop Adam Page with a DDT. But Archer says, "No, no, that's mine. Let me take care of him." They continue to fight uh, back around. Uh, Archer would hit the blackout from the edge of the apron onto the ring steps, which had been turned on their side. <sighs> Ouch. Uh, That made me feel really bad for Hangman Adam Page. Uh, And eventually, once they got back, they would get back in the ring. Uh, This match was about 15 and a half minutes long. Archer would use the referee bending down to, you know, scoot something out of the ring or whatnot and jump off his back to flip and hit the buckshot lariat, uh, taking both himself and Archer off the apron through double tables that were set up side by side. Archer would not beat the 10 count. Hangman does. There's your death match, your winner, and still AEW champion, Hangman Adam Page. All right, so Ryan Joy, uh, like I said, with, with the additions, the subtractions, I, I you know we lost Cody. Uh, we'll get to Cody in a second, I promise. Uh, James Ward chiming in. Leo Rush is now gone. Is, uh, yep. Brian Cage, where the hell is Cage? Uh, but we have some new additions, so we look at you know this. So who's next? Uh, here's your roster. Who's next? Uh, you think will challenge uh, Adam Page? Because I believe something happened post match. Yeah, sounds like Adam Cole came out and held the belt high. Uh, so which of course leads us to believe that's going to be the Revolution match, and because he put his hands on the belt so early, we know he's probably not standing a chance to win so they gave away the finish yeah right but so fun little, 
fun little thing, and I'll never forget this, like the, the brief moment, I, I guess when I watched when the Bullet Club jumped Adam Cole all those years ago and Cole was leaving, his last match in Ring of Honor was actually against Hangman Adam Page. And Page actually did the Adam Page, baby. I thought that was actually really funny. So that was so a fun little history with uh, with Adam Cole, Adam Page. Not to mention, I don't even got notes. I had the same first name. I thought that was, that was great. Jay Gates. Uh, Jay Gates. Glad to see you, buddy. Time the steps moves is great. Uh, let me surprise you. Yep. Yeah. I don't want to see it again, though. Man, that was rough. That's Jay a- Gates, former roommate of mine. Little Falls, New Jersey. All right, he's not a Jersey guy. Uh, MJF uh, with a huge entrance after his win over CM Punk came in. Everybody, I guess, came up before him, and uh, Maxwell came in, and then he talked. Wow, did he talk? Uh, eventually, Punk came out. Punk wants Wardlow. Uh, Max said, Sure, but you have to beat FTR and you have to find a partner since nobody likes you. He thought it was going to be a two on one handicap match. Uh, lo and behold, here comes CM Punk with John Moxley. They got the win, and I just found out maybe about two hours ago before I sat down for pre-production uh, that tomorrow night on Dynamite, uh, CM Punk will name the uh, the time and the place where he will have his rematch with CM Punk. John DeConnie, they did it to us again with these two because they could have swore the first time they said they wanted nothing more to do with each other, they wanted the title and they're at each other again. Now, Punk Watch World, what, what, what's, what are we doing here, Dom? And the revolution, I guess, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll find some way to, to stretch this out to revolution. It's not far enough off of where that should be a very difficult thing for them to do. And uh, I'm sure it'll be great when we get there again. Yep. Uh, Warlow defeated the Blade after a powerbomb of symphonies. That didn't last too long. What did the bottom line say? John DeConnor, what was the time on that? That was long, right? Four minutes? Uh, that's six, a little over six minutes. Yeah, wow. uh, Penta El Uh He's not happy with Malachi Black spitting in his face, but who is? No, it's COVID, right? <laughs> uh, Serena Deeb defeated in action. Oh, I just swiped the pen with the, the, the point. I, I just got the chill so bad right there. <laughs> Serena Deeb defeated in action with a, uh, with a professor's five-minute rookie challenge with a serenity lock. And then Ryan Joy, uh, we had our first of the face of the revolution ladder match qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, we have Isaiah Cassidy in the ring, and he's awaiting his opponent. Awaiting his opponent. And out comes Keith Lee, and it's a big Keith Lee. And he gets to the ring, and he they ring that bell. And the first thing Keith Lee does is toss. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy out of New Jersey. Yeah. Clear out of the stadium, out of New Jersey. Uh, I think he landed somewhere in Pennsylvania around the middle of the state. Uh, so Keith Lee, big deal in that very impressive first uh, first move. And then, you know, they did, the, they did a whole bunch of stuff to make Keith look really impressive. Isaiah Cassidy did a great job in this first match against Keith. Uh, you know, there was flips and stuff out of the ring into the clutches of Keith Lee's hands, power bombs and all that kind of stuff. Keith Lee, of course, gets the win here. He's going on to the face of the Revolution uh, match at at Revolution. So uh, big debut for AEW. Keith Lee is your addition uh, this week. Do you have, do you, how many weeks in a row has it been? Right. For an addition? I think, I think it was just one. <laughs> Who was it last week? 
I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, it, but it was it was steamrolling there for a second where somebody knew every week yeah, yeah. Martinez or Sting decided to re-debut again at Winter's coming. You know, something like you know. Yeah. Uh, well, coming up this track. week, as I mentioned, Wardlow, uh, he uh, defeated uh, the Blade, the Powerbomb Simmons. He's actually going to be in uh, a face of the Revolution qualifier match. He's going to be looked to enter into this match. That would be a fun little stare down between him and Keith Lee. Uh, friendly reminder about this match, though, I do believe it was a couple weeks ago in a backstage promo that MJF said he's calling Warlow to qualify, win the ladder match, and win the TNT championship. And when he does, Warlow has to give Max the TNT championship. Can I call him Max or there's only Travis left? I just realized I was doing that. Uh, so uh, I feel like this is an easy pick for Warlow, Ryan Joy, but where do you feel this is going? Early prediction. You're not giving Max Caster a chance? No, I no. I mean, yo, yo, listen. Oh, uh, yeah, Wardlow in this one. Sure. <laughs> Johnny Conny, uh, over under. It took six minutes to take out the blade. Where, where, where's the over under on this? Uh, yeah, I'll put it at two and a half. But um, uh, the more interesting Vegas number to me is the number of movements in this power bomb symphony. And I'm going to put that one at seven and hope for the over. Wow. <laughs> that was, he just keeps on just boom. And then back. Yeah, that would, that would be fun for Max Caster. Uh, Britt Baker claiming responsibility in bringing in Mercedes Martinez, as I just mentioned, into AEW. Mercedes uh, Martinez's match this week with Thunder Rosa will now be no disqualification. This should be fun. These ladies are going to beat the holy hell out of each other, and I'm excited, John McConaughey. Yeah, I, I'm thinking Mercedes wins with some underhanded tactic uh, to continue this along because uh, we need this to continue along. I don't. Yeah, at some point in time, I assume it's going to transition from Mercedes to Brit, but for now, I think she could uh, mess with Martina, uh, Martinez for a little while longer. So I'll say Mercedes gets the win here. Okay, well, it said uh, Revolution is right around the corner, right? Britt really doesn't yeah, have I think we got any it. type of setup right now than Thunder Rosa. We got to speed it along. I think Thunder Rosa wins this match, and as she goes on, she's going to face Britt Baker. But Mercedes Martinez and maybe Jamie Hayter on the undercard of Revolution uh, as an outcome of this match. Yeah, they've been going at it. Things aren't too well in, in Britt Baker in, in, in Happy Dentist Land, Happy Smile Land, Happy Teeth Land, wherever she Britsburg. In Britsburg. Um, but you, you think that – I was thinking about that with the numbers game because you could just have the 30 of them just beat the holy hell out of Thunder Rosa and then have Martinez get the win. But they, and that would still lead to Rosa and, and Britt. But if they're not getting along and, and haters a wrench in this – uh, yeah, I think you got to go Thunder Rose right now and and just book that for March 6th. I think that would be absolutely great. Uh, Matt Seidel took offense to Brian Danielson saying that he would be a better mentor to Lee Moriarty than Seidel is. And actually, uh, Lee wasn't happy that Brian Danielson needs uh, to be more violent. So uh, they're going to get at it uh, this week on Dynamite as well. I believe this conversation took place on Rampage. John the Connie, how fun is it trying to juggle back and forth 
the events of Rampage and the events of Dynamite and trying to make sense in a nice chronological order to make sure the audience is <laughs> not confused, hopping back and forth. I do believe you were like, I'm going to jump back and forth last week. Like, <laughs> exactly. There's Yeah, there's no way to make sense of this and put it in a nice linear uh, equation here. Uh, but yeah, I think Danielson uh, winds up uh, using yeah, maybe something extra violent like the cattle mutilation to teach young Moriarty a lesson uh, to hopefully get him under his wing in the future. Whether that happens or not, who really cares? But I think Danielson comes out of this one. Well, just going back to the main event, Jay Gates saying uh, if they put the belt on Rose, they will kill the division for a while. Wow. Wow. I don't know if I feel the same. I think they – they uh they've had a the belt on a heel for a long long time and now they need to have some of the heel challengers. Did you see Hikaru's Shida's Q and A? Hikaru's Shida's Q and A. What's your favorite part about AEW? She's like sitting and catering, watching everybody else wrestle. Or <laughs> Ouch. Bring her to NXT 2.0. I would have a problem with that. Uh, the Inner Circle had a team meeting, and Santana and Ortiz are pissed. Uh, Brian Joy, I believe I skipped your pick. I'm sure you're going to take Brian Danielson, so I hope I'm not uh, stepping on your feet too much. But uh, this is this is more a little more interesting uh, when the inner circle is going to – you said implode. I think they might explode, go WrestleMania 5 style on a tag team match. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to pick Sam – I'm going to pick Brian Danielson, first of all, uh, yeah, to, to beat Lee Moriarty. But Brian Danielson's had great, great matches, so I'm hoping that – Brian Danielson brings the best out of Lee Moriarty, and we actually see a little bit about what Lee can do because we really haven't seen a whole lot yet. Um, I'm going to pick Santana and Ortiz here because I think that this is about getting them ready for those tag titles. And what better way to get them ready is they're going to they're going to end up being the bad guys. They're going to be the heels in this, I think, by the time it's all said and done, uh, which is appropriate because our tag champs are Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. So. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, Santana Ortiz here, and it's gonna be nasty. I think. Yeah, they're the ones that have the motivation here, John the Con. Usually, the, the motivated ones usually tends to win these kites of matches against guys that are, you know, like like Jerry going Hager as the good guys. Like, okay, guys, calm down, and then just gonna get our asses kicked. Absolutely, and I think uh, you know, we'll, perhaps we'll see a Mad Bull get involved in this one. Uh, maybe we even see, you know, Kingston's been off TV for a little while. Maybe it's because he's rehabbing something. Maybe it's because they're just keeping him apart from this. So maybe he interferes. You know, if he costs Jericho and H uh, Hager the match, then you can have Eddie go after Jericho for a little while, and that frees up Santana and Ortiz to go after those tag titles, like you said, uh, which is where they belong in that uh, in that realm and moving in that direction. So uh, give me Santana and Ortiz in this match. Fun fact, I didn't even know that Jay Gates, that's Ric Flair in that picture. I didn't even know he's standing next to Ric Flair in his face. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Jay Gates never ceases to amaze, Jay Gates. Absolutely amazing. Um, Andrade said he's the next TNT champion. I believe that. I don't think Andrade would steer me wrong on that one. Um, I believe it. But there's going to be a TNT title match on the line. Uh, probably the main event this Wednesday night has Pilar defends against Pilar, John Nakani. That's more <laughs> reference for John Smith and the Big Lebowski with Pillar versus Pillar with Sammy Guevara defending against Darby Allen. Yeah. Uh, wow, this one is tough because 
you know, there was really no build to this. You know, Darby came out and stood by Sammy a couple of weeks ago and just kind of like looked longingly at the belts on his shoulder. And now here we are in the middle of this. I, and geez, I mean, there's Sammy's basically been playing the part of a face. Darby is the Uber face. Obviously, they're getting somebody ready to go up against Andrade. I'm going to say they keep it on Sammy. Uh, and yeah, give me Sammy Guevara here. Uh, he's served up for Andrade next. Yeah, and, and the whole thing was Andrade trying to buy the services of Darby Allen from Stingray. I enjoyed. I didn't yeah. think, I think this, that's I, the pay per view. You know what? This I think, is, uh, I think this might be a triple threat at the pay per view. I, I think we go Sammy, Darby, Andrade. I don't know who's going to walk in with the belt and who's going to win this. Maybe Andrade helps Darby win. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, but I, I, I kind of feel like Andrade and Darby, Darby have to have a match or something. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm giving Sammy Guevara the win here. I think he's gonna retain the title, and somehow Andrade is probably getting involved, and yeah, we leads us to Andrade Darby, Darby. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, here's the fun thing is that John's like, Sammy seems to be the good guy here. How is Sammy Guevara the good guy here? or anywhere ever. So he brought this poor woman onto national television, a woman that he was in love with for X amount of years, proposes to her. She's this big moment on national television and then drops her five minutes later for 10-hour content. Like, this is... Dude. Like, why even go through that if you know Ty? Obviously, him and Ty had a relationship before. I don't know. Sammy's an asshole. I'm sorry. Pardon my French. But <laughs> Sammy's an asshole. So, I, whatever. Screw him. Going on to Rampage. Switch the ticker down at the bottom. Ron Paget. Uh, nice tag team championship match, John DeConnie. Yes. Uh, we had uh, Jurassic Express defending against. Uh... Colton and Austin Gunn, a.k.a. the Ass Boys. Uh, this was- <laughs> not my point. I'm sorry, John. Not my point, Jay. I guess. He landed Tycon <laughs> good for him, but he just made this girlfriend of seven years look like a complete asshole on television. Sorry. Yeah, no no one can say, you know, he's insane for going with Conti, but, you no, know, but why like- drag the other girl out and let Max take pot shots at her the week that, you know, she, she was on television and whatnot. Anyway, uh, back to Jurassic Express and uh, the Gun Club. Uh, it was a fun match. They got about 12 and a half minutes. There was lots of, uh, you know, Billy and Christian uh, messing with each other outside. Uh, there was lots of uh, hijinks and whatnot. At one point, Colton blasts uh, Jungle Boy with one of the belts, only gets a two count out of it. Uh, then Austin misses a Famouser, and Jungle Boy hits a kill switch to get the one, two, three, and uh, Jurassic Express retain. I believe that is a second Christian Cage or the first of two Christian Cage uh, championship references wins here, won by Jungle Boy. Matt Cardona won the NWA title. He was paying homage. It was Christian's anniversary winning the NWA title, and he actually, Matt Cardona had the, the tights, the, the design. Yeah, yeah, his whole outfit was a, a tip of the cap. <laughs> uh, the good Dr. Britt Baker, that we mentioned before, she was in action on Rampage. She defeated in action, excuse me, uh, with a curb stomp. Uh, Ryan, sent hook. Man, when you say these people beat these inactions, you're really disrespecting the people that they're wrestling against. 
Robin Renegade, you know, she was on an NXT. She had an NXT tryout very recently. I wasn't she, at that tryout, right? I don't know who she is. Yeah, I, I, you're demonstrating that. <laughs> also, the other person is David Arquette's sister. You know, come on. <laughs> I have their names on the bottom. For the people who want to know who these women are or these men are that I call in action because they're just enhancement talent, they have to earn their actual wrestling name in my opinion. Get out of the inaction. Just uh, who did it? Leon Ruff did it? He blazed out of inaction. Uh, but they're on the bottom I screen. I just don't think you should do that. I notes and his times. They are labeled there on the bottom for those who are interested who they are. I just don't think you should do that, Al. It's disrespectful. Now, on to my part. Hook defeated inaction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Blake Lee, who was handpicked by QT Marshall. Uh who I assume Hook, of course, trained with QT, so I'm, I'm sure these guys are really familiar each, with each other, which is why they uh, why they were facing each other. Uh, almost a three-minute match for Hook. He basically took all his inspiration from Ro Roman Reigns. He showed up, he wrecked things, he left. So there you go. Well, they, that's, uh, okay, just real, just real quick, again, though, these Goldberg comparisons with Hook, I don't see it. What Goldberg did was a different time, a different whatever. Hook's not being Goldberg. Who's making those comparisons? What's that? Who's making those comparisons? I, I've heard it that the, the hook's being compared to Goldberg. I'm like, I don't know. Just let Hook be Hook here. Hook will never wrestle. You know, he's up on this one. Well, I mean, the, the booking methodology should be the same, right? You send the inexperienced guy out there to have three minute matches that he wins and, you know, yeah, until he can wrestle an eight minute match. Yeah. Goldberg still can't wrestle an eight minute match. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's hope that... uh, we have another face of the revolution qualifier. This will be uh, entrant number three when it's all said and done. It's going to be Powerhouse Hobbs or Dante Martin, John DeConi. This is an interesting. Interesting matchup. I don't think this is as easy a layup as Keith Lee or was or Wardlow will be. I think this is actually somewhat of a toss-up. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just looking at it, I want to pick Hobbs, but I think if you're legitimately talking about a future face of the company, Dante is probably the guy. Jeez, I don't know how he gets it done uh, unless you know Team Taz tries to interfere and winds up it winds up backfiring. But give me Dante Martin here. I'm actually I'm on the it, 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 just because it's a ladder match. I think if you if you want Dante yeah. to shine, uh, no one's gonna remember if you beat Powerhouse Hops here. Like this is just it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be whatever. It's on Rampage, you know. For those who can stay up late, great. But if not, it's, oh Dante Martin's in a ladder match, and then have him do stuff off the ladder, you know, on a major pay per view. Ryan, I think that's where you let Dante Martin shine here. Well, the other thing is. Well, first of all, if Powerhouse Hobbs were to make it through, then you're looking at having Wardlow, Keith Lee, and Hobbs in the same match, which is yeah. sounds crazy to me. I think they have to get a new, you know, reinforce the ring or whatever the expression is. Um, however, if Dante Martin makes it in, then that gives Keith Lee somebody to throw out of the arena in Orlando into the middle of the Magic Kingdom or something. So, um, yeah. So I, I, Dante Martin's going to win this. He's beat Hobbs before, I think. Like, how do you have a guy named Powerhouse Hobbs go up against two guys who are more powerhousier than he is? Like, <laughs> uh, sounds like he'd have something to prove now, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would. He would. Uh, on Dynamite, Ryan Joy, and I, I think Travis, I heard uh, a little girl scream from the Rochester area. Jay White made an appearance. Yes, he did. Uh, he helped Adam Cole. And the Bucks beat up Rapongi Vice. That leaked over into Rampage where the Bucks beat Rapongi Vice. Uh, Post-match, Jay White hit the Blade Runner on Trent Beretta. 
So now we're going to have Jay White versus Trent Beretta this Friday on Rampage. Jay White has a busy weekend because he has a match the next night on an Impact pay-per-view as well, which is live. Yeah, and he has a match on Thursday as well on Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Yes. So three days <laughs> is Travis the happiest he's ever been right now? Like he's, he's and just... on Saturday he also has a match uh, the same uh, on New Japan Strong. It's the the open J challenge or whatever. So he's going to be very busy over the next couple of days. Uh, so the interesting thing is Trent, they you know went out of their way to give Trent a win over Nick Jackson recently on Rampage. So he's on a little bit of a singles uh, winning streak, I guess. Uh, but he's it's going to end with with the Switchblade. So. I don't see Jay White losing anything this weekend, John McConnell. Yeah, I would have to agree. You definitely give me Jay White in this match, that's for sure. All right, so real quick, I uh, just the big news. This is not a news program, I really don't, whatever. But predictions, let's just do it that way because that's what this show is about. Predictions Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes were both non signed, uh, they are out of all elite wrestling, they are no longer Jacksonville Jaguar fans. They can go back for rooting for the football team, whatever it is. Probably the Falcons, Brian Joy. What happens to Cody Rhodes here? NXT commissioner. I, I think first order of business. I said it in uh, in pre-production. I think the best booking they can probably do right now is they're going to be uh, facing Miz and Maurice at WrestleMania. That's my that's my current thought. Um, I'm sure he's getting a lot. He's going to get a lot of money at WWE, and that's what the move is. Whether he's going to be in sort of an office role at all, uh, I kind of I don't know if he will be, but. Gonna wrestle. Uh, Jason Weston chiming in from New York. I don't know how I feel about these Cody rumors heading back to WWE after he was pretty big in the construction of AEW after leaving WWE on a semi-bitter note enough. just to go back. I mean, I guess that John the County Ryan made the you know the, the comparison. Like, you know, WWE signed Eric Bischoff, and Bischoff stuck around for years after you know he spent 83 weeks. Yep. Yeah, there's there's no one that they won't take back if the situation is right. And Ryan put together a great match for you there uh, against Miz and Mrs. at WrestleMania. But what in the hell do you do with him after that? And I have zero answers as far as that's concerned. First Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash. There you go, James Wheeler's. You know, it's possible. It's possible. Anything's possible. You know, they used to say anything could happen in the WWF. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's still the case, but. We'll see. We will sit back and, and, and see what happens with, with Cody. Um, so, gentlemen, we will give you a quick uh, quick uh, break to go uh, say hello to some loved ones and get some groceries. But, Al, don't forget to update your AEW roster graphic to take those two off, Cody and Brandy. Oh, I, yes, yes. I, I, I shared it. Yeah, as you can see, they're still on there. I didn't get a chance to do that before the, the show started. Yeah. I will get it. Gone. You're, Rush, you're a professional now. Update your graphics. That's it. That's it. And Leo Rush, too. I got to take him down. So, gentlemen, we will see you in a bit as we bring in, where is Gary Top of the <laughs> evening, you handsome bastard. God, I missed you. How you been, Milani? Not too bad. And can I say I, I'll echo what John said at the start. I know I know how he feels now that you're back at the wheel and that Ryan's here. I know how he felt the last two weeks when he was doing it. Uh, and he did a great job, but I know that the yeah. I know that the sweat is off him now. He, he's back to being the, the happy chappy he always is. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Gary, uh, real quick, any any Cody predictions? I want to leave you out of that either. Anything you want to talk about? Show you know, your buddies with Uncle Dave. So. Maybe, maybe he'll go to NXT and he and Brandy can have a match with Gunther and Jimmy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Stand and deliver, Gary. Yeah. Fuck it. I oh, love yeah. it. Uh, the main event this past Thursday, Gary, it finally happened. We've been clamoring for somewhat of a big win for Nathan Frazier for God knows how many weeks now. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm sitting there because he's outnumbered. You got your buddy, your boy Charlie Dempsey at ringside. I'm like, this is going to happen again. I can't believe it. They're not going to get this guy off the ground. And there it is, top turnbuckle Phoenix Splash. I know. It was was great. Actually, the one thing is I spent the whole time watching the match going, Please don't get injured like Blair did. Please don't get injured like Blair did. Because Nathan Fraser does obviously so many big moves. And like when he had the moonsault off the ring steps, which if there had been fans there, they would be going crazy for. Uh, and as you said, we've been waiting on them to pull the trigger with them, just to give them the chance for a long, long time. And they had a great match. And obviously built up to Teo Man trying to hit like the sliding forearm and get a few pin attempts on him. And it didn't. And as you said, at the end... When you had Charlie Dempsey and um, Rohan Raja trying to trying to interrupt and interfere, when they didn't, when he hit the Phoenix Splash, I was like, "They're gonna let him win. He's gonna win." And I didn't actually believe it until until I heard the bell go ding ding ding. I thought, "Oh, I was still waiting on him to kick out." But uh, it was a great match, and I was really really pleased. And hopefully, as we've said, they they need to be moving them up for a while. And it was a good decisive win. So. Pleased to it see was. It. Yeah, good for him. Glad to see him going. Um, Amal, uh, she defeated Nina Samuels after a hope breaker. So Amal is on her way on her baby face run after that emotional, I guess, video package that she put out uh, that Nina Samuels, I guess, kind of laughed at. So uh, good for her. Any thoughts on Amal before we go forward? No, I mean, like we were just saying last week, like Nina Samuels is the sort of person who can take the pinfall any week and, and come back from it. So I do think, I still think Amal needs a bit more ring time, but um as you say the fact that they've turned her and given her that video package i think you can't help but like her now so hopefully um now that when fans come back she'll really start to get over so. okay gar um let me see if i can say this correctly here right saxton's on a train saxton's going to spain yeah saxton's a pain in my what the I don't. I'm sorry. I, they're obviously trying to turn him into Bruiser Brody, and I, Bruiser Brody's not like it's by yeah. No. I didn't realize you were that just not a fan of Saxon. He's an OG, right? I think I'm pretty sure he was in that yeah. first tournament. He's been around forever. Well, yeah. I uh, I just I just don't see what he. I, I hate. I have. I will say I've hated the wee videos. Um, I just I don't know why they've just galled me so much. I, I haven't liked them now. And in the ring, he seems to be fine, but I just. I think, and I, they do need to tweak, tweak the character a wee bit, and they are. But hopefully, this is sort of he and a kid. What's wrong with being a Muppet monster? What's wrong with Sweetums here? This is a great oh. character for Saxon Huxley. I <laughs> love that. I'm a big fan of the Muppets. It has to be said. Miss Piggy and Kermit back in the day. What, what a love triangle that could have been. But to, if it brought him in, but no. But yeah, a kid over him. Yeah. yeah, got the, the backflip off the top rope into a DDT. That was a pretty Rip impressive it. move. And again, just shines and shines. Like, he is incredible. 
Postman's handshake, which Huxley really didn't want to do, but I think Huxley actually did say it right. Whatever the Rain and Spain thing, whatever. What was that? What was that movie or story? What are they? What are they ripping off of, guys? Oh, uh, nothing. Somebody Rain and Spain falls manly on the plane. What is? What is that from? I know um, that. Well, I know that's used over here in in etiquette training. If you're trying to speak, teach people to speak proper English. Well, that's what that um, whole movie or whatever was about. Yeah, that's what yeah. that whole. I, I forget what it was. I believe Ryan's looking up on the. He's doing something backstage. He's looking up on the computer. Hopefully, it's that. Action Smith and Oliver Carter mixed uh, words with Mustache Mountain uh, in the back after the number one contenders match. When they're going to go at it? Not this Thursday coming up, but the following Thursday, February fourth, uh, February twenty fourth. So we will get to that next week, Scare. This week, uh, Kenny Williams did a video promo on Sam Bradwell. Not really sure what he said. I can't speak Kenny Williams. I can't understand. <laughs> I just sorry. Uh, but I'm sure it was rotten and villainous because that's what clean shit and Kenny is. <laughs> so uh, here we go. We got Kenny and Gradwell. Who do you got? Yeah, I, I do think I've got Kenny. I, I am a big Sam Gradwell fan. You know I have turned a corner on him. And maybe this time next year I'll be the same old Saxon Huxley. But um, I think that they do. Um, Kenny Williams needs a wee bit just of steam behind him at the minute because he's been off TV for a wee while. So I do think... Uh, Kenny Williams will take it. Yeah, it seems like you know, cheap to win. He's, he's going to be just to be villainous and and he's the scum of the earth, right? Isn't that his whole thing? Um, <laughs> Supernova sessions. Uh, <laughs> I got excited for a second. I got disappointed for a second. I was back excited. I was all over the place. Uh, the gals, boys, Luck Gnome and Shaw Samuels in a room and stole the Heritage Cup and then they hijacked the Supernova sessions. Chaos, Gary absolute chaos uh jordan devon was the guest he was mixed in all of it again he still has an issue with gallus uh which was somewhat revolved uh resolved because they stole jordan devlin's ray-bans which jordan devlin got back yeah. uh after hitting wolfgang in the back with a chair took his ray-bans back and they are going to probably be the main event this thursday uh on nxt uk um what do we got I've got Devlin going over it. Well, obviously, I mean, obviously, they, they have tried a little bit with Wolfgang to kind of give him a few singles matches, but I would say Devlin to go over. But I do think at some point we'll still get the six-man um, off this. I think it sort of feeds itself out of it in a few weeks' time where you have uh, Shah and Noam Dar and, and Jordan Devlin against the Gallus boys. So I think we'll go there and it'll give it'll give Gallus boys their, their win when that six-man happens. So... I was missing a lot of comments there. The comment thing got coming up, but I kept on reading the same thing over and over again. Wasn't scrolling down with it. So I apologize for those who were commenting. We're just past the topics that. Uh... Uh, so Gary, that will do it for NXT UK this week. But like I said, you are uh, you were in the uh, the PWP pool. Uh, we have three cards. We're we're going to start right the next time with NXT and Vengeance Day. We got No Surrender for Impact Wrestling, and we got the Elimination Chamber. Um, you got three things to do. Anything you want to throw out for any one of the shows that sticks out to you, any wild predictions, those chamber matches, uh, maybe I'm an idiot, but I am having a tough time with those chamber matches. Yeah. I mean, I changed, no, I changed one of my matches, one of my, um, NXT Vengeance Day matches during the show about 15 minutes ago. I've changed to give, uh, JJ and Jesse G in the win. Um, I have swung that way, so to speak. Um, but the two chamber matches, 
Yeah, I'm going to go for Lashley and I'm going to go for everybody's favourite spooky doll loving psychotherapist visiting Alexa Bliss to win it as the sixth entrance and I'm going I'm going to give Alexa to, to win the women's chamber so yeah that was uh, that was a game changer last night uh, yeah, yeah but no I've gone all right, go for that because this, this is over in kind of your seats too Will Ospreay is kind of one of your guys right isn't he a UK guy yeah, he was the talk of the town for a while. Heyman offered him a contract with the ball like five years. I think he's the isn't he still the new Japan champion? Oh, he's yeah, he's he's big in New Japan. And in fact, he had a fantastic match recently with Michael Oku, um, in England, who's dating a girl who used to wrestle over here. So, but he's but he's Mr. New Japan and he's Mr. He, yeah, he's I, but he's Irish though. If you look at his here, Gary Willie O'Spray. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Joy, for chiming in. So, maybe that should have been a Ryan Joy question. But, Gary, uh, thank you as always uh, for coming on, staying up with us late. No we problem. do appreciate it. I know Ryan and, and John always have you first. I like the, you know, it's, it's somebody's got a bad building. second to get that leadoff batter over. And I love the okay. fact that you're the one that always does it. So, I appreciate that. Can I, Gary. Can I, can I just say, just before I do go up, I got very emotional when I realized John Smith wasn't going to be on the night. It was over. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, what a shame. Miss you, John. Gary, I, I'm sure he will be back next week. He's pending Johnny's wrestling schedule. That's what Johnny, Johnny's training his son. Johnny's making sure his son will be the next NXT uh, or at some point NXT champion. <laughs> so, uh, Gary, have yourself a wonderful evening. See you, See you later. Bring back in Ryan Joy. Bring back in yeah. John DeConi. Let me clear uh, up this Bill Oscar. I guess I missed when uh, Okada beat. Um, Julio Spray. Yeah, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So he's he's been wrestling for Warrior Wrestling, and he's the current champion. He's actually having a heck of a year. He's had many match of the year uh, candidates already. Um, over in over in Japan, he wrestles on Strong. He wrestles uh, for Warrior. He's basically been in the states. You know, New Japan has a, a you know still has really serious regulations for. Uh, for COVID and stuff, so it doesn't really make sense for a lot of these guys to travel back and forth. So he hasn't been on the news a lot, but he is still very busy. All right. Uh, last Tuesday night, John DeConi, we had a main event, uh, the Women's Championship on the line. Uh, our forever champion actually got a challenge against uh, Mandy Rose. Normally he's been doing three ways lately. I kind of missed that out of her. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a shame when that doesn't come to fruition. But uh, this one wasn't one on one between uh, Kaylee Ray and Mandy, and it was heavily uh, uh, adjusted by what happened earlier in the program uh, between Gigi, JC, Indy, and Persia backstage. They started brawling. Uh, they eventually got separated. Then Indy oh. and Persia jumped Gigi and JC again during Mandy's uh, you know, walk to the ring. And we were told that all four had been escorted out of the building. So, okay, fantastic. We're going to get a nice, fair one-on-one. -on -one. Well, it was only about a nine-minute match, and about eight and a half minutes into it, JC showed back up, uh, distracted the ref. Gigi would push uh, Kaylee Ray off the top buckle. She landed, uh, you know, she took a bad bump. Mandy would follow with a running knee to the face, and she would get the one, two, three. 
And afterwards, Toxic Attraction would start a three-on-one beatdown of Kaylee Ray, and Io Shirai would come out and make the save and help uh, Kaylee Ray clear the ring. So, is, you know, do we have a future contender for Mandy uh, for Mandy Rose, or do Io and Kaylee Ray enter the Dusty Cup and make things real interesting? I well, guess that was the big thing. Is that Zoe Stark was trying to find a partner for Io. Uh, you don't want somebody just as crazy, you know, as 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 she is. Uh, Zoe, uh, Zoe still can't compete. I guess her knee is still, uh, I guess not one hundred percent. She hasn't cleared, uh, not waiver. She hasn't cleared medical, right? medical clears. I yep. I thought it was gonna be Dakota Kai. I thought that would have been fun to see Eo and Dakota, but I guess now that you know she went out, I guess Kaylee Ray is uh crazy Scottish women. I guess Gary would know that crazy Scots. Certainly no. crazy enough. Uh, speaking of Dakota Kai, she lost to Sar- Sarre about Dakota's damn luck. What the hell was that? Uh, after a patent dropkick followed by a side suplex, that upset me. Nothing against Sarre, but Dakota, what the hell's going on right now? It's just, hopefully this whole crazy thing is, is just, this is going to cause her to go crazier. Maybe, I, I don't know, but god damn. Uh, staying in the women's division, Tiffany Stratton defeated Wendy Cho after a top rope maneuver that does not have a name yet. Uh, Senga, this is my first uh, visual of Senga, I guess, who was with Grayson Waller. Uh, did some research, uh, research on Senga. Did you know that in Hindi, Senga actually means Braun Strowman? <laughs> LA Knight defeated Senga after Grayson Waller exposed the top turnbuckle, and Knight threw Senga right into it, followed by a neckbreaker. Um, and I guess with this uh, going into tonight, uh, John DeConi, uh there was a violation uh, in a restraining order. I guess Grayson Waller had on LA Knight. I've been out of it for a hot minute. I guess LA Knight's going to jail tonight. He deserves some hard times. Yeah, yeah. So Waller attacked Knight after the match, and uh, Knight would eventually just, you know turn it around and uh, hit him real quick with the blood force trauma, but it was Waller who initiated the contact. So on their way out of the building, you thought, okay, he beats uh, Knight beats Sanga. He's going to get his match with Waller. They they're inter- uh, interviewing Waller on his way out. And he's like, yeah, Oh yeah. I'll, I'll see him next week. When I show up with the cops and he's going to jail. So may we, there's rumor that we have a match uh, that's going to be added to this card. It's not official, so we're not really going to talk about it, I suppose. But uh, certainly we got more coming with L.A. Knight and uh, Mr. Grayson Waller. Uh, thoughts, here we go. Thoughts on NXT. Nikita, possibly one of these type power, uh, power type wrestlers. Yeah, Nikita Lions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw her, and I'm like, okay, now I know why Nia is gone. And I know, I know why they don't need her anymore. Yeah, I guess the, the, the verdict will be out on her uh, momentarily. So here we go. Uh, we're switching the graphic. Oh, uh, also an announcement. Uh, the Women's Dusty Cup, I believe, uh, it'll begin next Tuesday night. Uh, they announced it two weeks from last two weeks, so if my math is correct, yep. that's next week. Uh, so we're going to go into Vengeance Day. Let me just get the, the banner up here. There's the car on the bottom. Uh, here are... Our standings going into it, the overall standings, Ryan Joyce still sitting on a 100-point lead over John DeConi, who has five more wins than Ryan, who 
is booking this point system, John Smith. What the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> I'm right behind John DeConnie. John Smith, about 50 points behind me uh, with the, the amount of points that are coming up in the next uh, couple, especially with WrestleMania. Uh, that's not a safe. So this is the league right now. NXT is actually what's determining the whole whole standings for the league. I have hundred points up on the overall. I think. Oh, this is the overall. I thought you were showing the NXT standings. Now that's uh, that's that's Gary sitting at nine ninety nine. That's uh, here are the NXT standings. Oh, yeah. Gary that's and I fun. in a rat race. Eighteen to nine hundred twenty. I'm up at one point on him. Ryan Joy about fifteen points behind Gary. Travis Johnson, John DeConnie. It's not that many matches, John. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, it's only, yeah six shows counted. You know, so that's, <laughs> that's where we going with that. I have uh, here's the scoring. It is just a Tuesday night special. It is not a, I guess, what used to be takeovers. There were more points. Stand and deliver will still be, I think that is still happening. So I think stand and deliver, that will be, uh, that'll be the big points for NXT. Five points in NXT title match. Three points for all the title matches. One point for the non-title match. Five points if you go. Henning, last uh, Tuesday night in the Dusty Cup, uh, the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, the Creed Brothers defeated two-time finalists, Grizzled Young Veterans, to advance to the Dusty Final at the Brutus Pin Zach Gibson. Crowd pop for the Creeds. How about that? Uh, MSK defeated Malik Blade and Anderson Nolfi. To advance after a heart attack blockbuster by Anafi. Hell of a run by Blade. Uh, I'm sorry, by. It was on Edges Anafi. It was that, that, whatever they, what do they call it, John DeConnie? That. End transmission. Entrance, thank you. It was on Edges Anafi. I apologize. Uh, hell of a run by Malik and Edris. Good work, boys. So here are uh, the last, here are the, uh, the teams that have won this thing. MSK won it last year. They're looking to become two time winners. The Brozier Waits two years ago. That was fun before the pandemic hit. Uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet, the undisputed era, the night Bobby, uh, the night Roderick Strong shocked the world. Uh, undisputed era, that was fun. They weren't even in the tournament and they won the whole thing. That was hysterical. The authors of Pain defeated TM 6 1, and then our first ever winners were Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. We have MSK, we have the Creed Brothers. Um, is it me or does Brutus Creed really look like? Walter or Gunther's younger brother. Like, they have to be the lead. I think Walter is a cream. Anyway, John DeConnie, you laugh at the joke. Yeah, no, I think you actually you have a very good point there. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, just the way things are going in NXT 2.0, I, I would be really surprised. I mean, you can't be shocked if a former cha- uh, set of champions win, but I would be su- at least mildly surprised if this was not all set up to put the Creed brothers over big time, I'm going with the Creeds. James Wheeler, I like where your head's at. Get Zaya Brookside overseas. I like where huh. your head's at. Ryan Joy. So, yeah, I've got the Creed brothers as well. Uh, winning the Dusty, Cla- Dusty Classic doesn't necessarily bode well for your WWE career. It doesn't look like half the people that, are, that have won have been future endeavored or released. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe, you got the Authors of Pain. The TM61 was in the final. They... Alistair Black, Undisputed Era. Gary's uh, fellow Irishman, Rick O'Shea. Oh, he's still with the company, though. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Creed Brothers as well. I just think it, it, this is the direction the entire uh, brand is going for. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can't have the creeds not do it. And then that sets up, especially if they're getting cheered. There was a, like I, I wanted to make it a point to show, you know, to say that the creeds got a pop after their win last Tuesday. So now you put them against uh, Brutus's cousin or brother, Walter, Gunther, excuse me, and, and Imperium. I think that's actually a good matchup. Maybe if they can kind of stretch it out, they'll stand in the liver so the creeds get the titles there. Uh, I think we got a nice little thing, and then you can have you know Roddy and Walter have a history already, right? Didn't Walter go for the Cruiserweight Championship at one point? Or something like that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that will uh, go with the creeds. Uh, Pete Dunn defeated Draco Anthony after a bitter end. D'Angelo tried to interfere with the crowbar, didn't work. Post match attack by D'Angelo didn't work either. Pete Dunn then offered a weaponized cage match. In which Tony Bishkinish accepted. So a weaponized cage match with Pete Dunne. Oh, that John McConaughey, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. This is going to be brutal. This is going to be cringeworthy. Uh, but once again, I got to fall back on the same old stuff. I, I got to think this is meant to make Tony D'Angelo come out on top because you know, what, what, what are you doing with Pete next? I, you know, Pete's been working well. He's been working dark matches or uh, main event and whatnot. Yeah. So I got to think he's moving on. And in, in the uh, classic form, you would put somebody over on your way out. So uh, give me Tony D'Angelo as much as it hurts my heart to say that. My enjoy. My heart's not allowing it. I'm not going to, I'm not picking Tony D here. Tony D'Angelo already got the win over Pete Dunn. Uh, and I think this is going to be Pete Dunne's revenge. Uh, I think a weaponized cage match used to be called an asylum match, right? Yeah, back in the old TNA days. Yeah, an asylum match. I think Raven Creed. Right? Yeah. Raven's House of Horrors or something like that. Wasn't that a thing back then? I, I was thinking of uh, Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. Wasn't that called an asylum match? Yeah, when uh, Jericho oh. destroyed uh, Ambrose's plant. What was the plant's name again? Oh, oh yeah. You're right. That's it had a name. I can't remember the name. <laughs> Mitch. I think it was, was it Mitch. Something like that. Yeah. That's about right. I, I, unfortunately, I'm with John the kind of I, this was this is the one match I think that we were going to be all split on. I think we're all uh, going to even flow the same way. I, I got Vishkidish. I got Tony D on this one. I just fair. He, it's Tony fair. D. This could be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a push where this isn't a barrel for Pete. Pete Dunne's just unbearable. But like this is a. Again, a shove in the night in the right direction. If he wins a weaponized cage match against Pete Dunn, like that is that's huge for his character as an Italian mafia guy. If he loses a weapons match, like he's got you know people with some answer to. You know, Nunzio's in the back watching, Tony Marinara, Disco Inferno, I believe, was in this mafia thing. So uh there are a lot of people I, I think this would be best this was this would be good for Tony Day. And then if Pete Dunn moves up, that would be that would be fun too. Um, toxic attraction bringing up Duke Hudson thing to India and Persia, they ended up brawling. But I feel like that's the thing here in the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match. Duke Hudson wishing Indy Hartley, uh, Indy Hartwell luck next week. He went out of his way to just interrupt one of the promos, and it's just like, hey, good luck to you. It's nice to see his hair is growing back for him, Joy. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with Gigi and JC here. I kind of feel like it's time for them to lose the, the tag titles, but 
I'm not feeling this tag title change here. So I'm, I'm going with GG and JC. And I guess you could apply the same uh, rules you applied to the past two matches. John Khan. I'm going to go with a title change here just because <laughs> I really want to see Indy uh, hold those titles again. And uh, quite frankly, I haven't liked the single match GG and JC have put on. Fair enough. Uh, so. I think if you're, you know, an observer of this from backstage, you're saying to yourself, they can continue to be Mandy's thugs without the belts. Let's let's move the belts off of them. So give me Indian Persian in this one. James Wheeler's agreeing with Ryan. Uh, I'm going to agree with Ryan as well. I, I think this is Duke. This is leading to Duke Hudson and Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis still is under contract, right? Like he hasn't been around. He got injured, right? I think. Yeah, he's been uh, on the he cleared. I I think this is I think we're going towards Duke and Dexter, which I think will be fun. Uh, but I think it, it's going to be Duke costing them the, the 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 championships here. You know, so Tax of Attraction will win. But then another thing I noticed last night on Raw when they were promoting Vengeance Day, it was all GC uh, JC and Gigi. It was all Toxic Attraction. I think Vince really likes these. These girls with these belts here, so I'm gonna. It's a safe bet here. I'll go with with Toxic Attraction. Uh, Carmelo Hayes was getting a shape up before his title defense against Cameron Grimes. Uh, he shot a promo. I don't speak jive. I have no idea what the hell he said. John DeConi, who do you got? <laughs> Man, I really want to see Grimes uh, take this belt here, but. Jesus, if anybody down in in uh, NXT 2.0 is a character that's main roster ready, it's Mr. Grimes. And uh, and Carmelo's just really good and really good with that belt. So I'm going to say he retains here. I got Carmelo Hayes as well, Ryan. But the thing is, like, Cameron, like, this was, I think, I don't think this is a lock only because, like, Cameron Grimes, like, this was his whole thing. There's no more talking about green. It's all about talking gold. You know, like, it's like, this is a character change for Grimes. Um, you know, and I, it's. I, I was surprised. You know, wrestle, hey, like, Hayes is a great, I think Hayes is a great wrestler. I think Grimes is a great, I, I think this is a, this is going to steal the show tonight. And I'm really looking forward to it. But I just don't, I don't think, how do you, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're right. This, this should probably be the best match on the show. Yeah. Um, now, Pete Dunn and Tony D'Angelo might be a car wreck, right? So that might be fun, might be what we remember, but this match should be the best one. Um, I was surprised to see Cameron Grimes get programmed into this match because I really thought that coming out of that whole million-dollar championship thing and the, the whole angles that they did and everything, I really thought Cameron would be going against Braun Breaker. I didn't think he'd be he'd be wrestling in the North American championship level. I'm not picking him to win the belt. Uh, Camarlo, Camarlo Hayes, he's the A-champ. He's going to keep the belt. And somehow we're, they're going to have Cameron Grimes lose this and then go wrestle Breaker. I've still got that in my head. So, JD's on the Cameron Grimes train. There we go. And then uh, James will go, two down there. There we go. Uh, and then one last match. This was a little bit shocking uh, last Tuesday night. Braun Breaker, there was a contract signing, was ready to fight. I was interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, which was a little random. Weird. And, I, and Ziggler played it great. He just kept on rubbing his fingers. Yeah, I can, I can work Tuesdays now. Like he's getting paid extra to do it. I'm sure he wasn't, but no, that's a fun little thing. Uh, Ziggler apparently works Tuesdays now. Ziggler wants the NXT title. Crowd wants a triple threat. Here comes Tommaso Ciampa. Santos Escobar is pissed. 
I am too because let's let's put the graphic up there. Santos Escobar and Braun Breaker for the NXT yeah. title, and Santos just got completely overlooked right here because now we're getting Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker potentially with a Tommaso Ciampa triple threat at Stand and Deliver. Like I I don't I I can't believe. Uh, what else do I know? Ciampa Ziggler started fighting. Bleep show ensues. Legato puts Braun Breaker through a table. Uh, I got Braun Breaker. This, there's no way in hell they're taking it off him after he fought so hard to get it. I think we're all in agreement there. But what, what are they doing with Ziggler? And then Ciampa showed up on Raw last night. We'll get to that. Brian Joy, uh, head your tails. What do you got? Yeah, so Braun Breaker. Um, but, yeah, I, I was wondering, maybe this is like a creative way to bring Ciampa up. They've had him wrestling on main event a bunch. He brings Ziggler down. He does a little, gets involved, gets kind of worked into some of the angles a little bit. Then you have Ciampa on Raw, and maybe when this all shakes out, Ciampa stays on Raw, and maybe that's the whole end game of this whole thing. So uh, that's the outcome I'm I'm looking at. Hopefully, yeah. Ziggler's not in the match uh, tonight, Jay. So yeah, uh, John McConaughey. Yeah, I'm I'm going with uh, Breaker retaining here, but uh, yeah, I I agree that I well I I'm not even I don't know I I see more being Champa and Ziggler, like uh, Ryan just said. I, I I don't know if Ziggler ever winds up even facing Breaker. If yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it winds up just being a way to take Champa up to one of the main rosters. I th I think this is a great move to put Santos Escobar against Braun Breaker because Santos is going to shine. Tonight, yes, yeah, Breaker's going I to win. Agree. Santos is going to shine tonight. This is going to be like, oh my god, Braun Breaker had a you know, four of us on that. So, there's five matches, so one of them is probably going to be on the shorter side. I wouldn't expect it to be this one, though. No, um, but probably the women's tag title that match doesn't need to be any longer than four minutes, right? Yeah. Uh, John Smith, our senior NXT 2.0 correspondent. He is not with us tonight, as I mentioned, he is off making sure Johnny is training his son, Johnny Jay Z Smith. I think his wrestling name will be. Uh, that's what I'm calling him because his middle name is Zachary, so it's Jay Z. Uh, not a wrestling match, amateur wrestling match. I believe they're out in Nutley, New Jersey, where Bulls Mahoney is from. So uh, let's see a couple more comments here. We go, there we go. No, I didn't think they added them. So Santos and Starlet's correct. We got Wheeler here. Breaker retains, then Zolf Ziggler does Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship at WrestleMania. Wow. Wow. As a makeup match for Roman versus Brock. Wheeler, there you go. So we're going to take off our NXT hats. Do, 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 and we will go which, which to probably, like I said, I've been I've been out of uh, the loop here. I've, my, my January was just absolutely disastrous. And I noticed that I was, I was kind of lacking on my pro wrestling pick'em site. I haven't updated the matches. I haven't heard about the chamber or anything. So I look up No Surrender, and my jaw hit the goddamn ground. So actually, I went back to make sure I catch it. I didn't fast-forward anything. I watched Impact cover to cover the last two weeks. I can't even put into words how excited I am for No Surrender, for Impact Wrestling. I guess maybe Impact versus AEW, Ryan, for your 100th episode. Maybe that was a little far-fetched. I like Impact versus Ring of Honor as a feud. I like Impact. Uh, or at least violent by design versus the Bullet Club. We're going to get into all that. I think this is just absolutely gold all the way around. And it starts, Ryan, with uh, with my Jersey girl. With uh, Not my Jersey girl. It's actually Steve Macklin's Jersey girl. He made that official this past week. Congratulations. <laughs> but, uh, Deanna Perrazzo had an open challenge 
for anybody to challenge for either one of her, uh, either the, the Ring of Honor Women's Championship or the uh, the Anus and Anus Champion, right? The AAA Anus and Anus. <laughs> anus the Reigns, sorry, anus. Uh, Championship. Yeah, sure. Doesn't Triple Anus and Anus? I don't know. Who answered it right? Because it wasn't in action. I know this one. Uh, Santana Garrett uh, answered the challenge, and she lost. Uh, with, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to recap this one. I don't think. Okay, no problem. James Ward, uh, he's clarifying. If, if, if they decide Different to go title for title, which, God damn, I hope they don't. So this would be the other main no. title that they could have on uh, WrestleMania. Oh, I got it. So Deanna Perrazzo defeats Santana Garrett, retains her Ring of Honor uh, Women's Championship. It was like a weird roll-up that she used um, transitioning out of her Fujiwara. So uh, there's your there's your uh, match. Yeah, it says stemming from the Fujiwara armbar. Pinning combination. It was a pinning combination, but it was actually the most technical term you could have for oh. the Royal Roll-Up. So Deanna Perrazzo is <laughs> on the list. There we go. Bang. NXT got off scot-free. I think AEW, too. They both got This is our first one of the episodes. Yes. Donna Peraza. There you go. Caleb got busted. I was absolutely dying. Caleb got busted taking photos of the inspiration, which in this world is equivalent to cheating on the influence. This is getting good. Great manipulative tactics by, Casey, uh, by Cassie and Jesse. Caleb has four women fighting over him to beat up a photographer. Uh, this is absolutely going to be amazing. Uh, Giselle Shaw last week on BTI, which stands for being the elite, for those who don't speak, uh, uh, yeah. Giselle Shaw made her debut appearance on BTI after an interview, um, told Gina to switch sides with her because, oh, that's, <laughs> okay, so Lady Frost was on BTI, Lady Frost won. She got interrupted by Giselle Shaw. Giselle Shaw went on the main impact show. Here we go. Told G to switch sides with her because G's bad side was offending her. <laughs> Very good. So we got Giselle Shaw. We got like Tiffany Stratton and then Zion Brookside. Not as bad, but it's all, it's all from little prissy characters. This is so great. Uh, so they're actually going to fight next week. We don't have a, a graphic for them. But, uh, we got Lady Frost, Ryan Joy. Um, actually, you probably you picked this. You saw this already, right? So I let's saw go. it. Yeah. Were, yeah, you saw it. Right, you were full over there. All right. So Ryan, jo uh, John the Connie, Lady Frost uh, just got signed, and she was actually involved in the historic Ultimate X match. And you're gonna yes. put her in a match now with somebody who's making her debut with probably uh, with a name like Giselle. You know, Tom got it right. You know, like that's let's just put it leave it like that. <laughs> yeah, um, I I don't really know what Giselle Shaw looks like in the ring, so you know, like this could absolutely be one of those cases where I imagine they're kind of high on Lady Frost, so she could just beat her, and because Giselle Shaw is just there to look good. But I don't know, Giselle Shaw could be a monster in the ring, even though she comes off as more worried about her looks. I'm gonna go with Shaw here just because it's her debut match, so I'm assuming she's gonna get a W, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it to go the other way. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Lady Frost by disqualification here. I think he got in something to save both of them. I don't think you can have one maybe a raw roll up. A raw roll up would be good, but I, I don't know. Like it's in her first match and a debut with a raw roll up. Hit the DQ, uh, and then maybe settle it another time. I don't know. So everything else uh going forward with impact is related to no surrender. 
So we'll put that up there. Let's switch the boom. Got the, the car got going on the bottom, right? Nope. There we go. So no surrender. Here are the our impact standings going forward. Ryan Joy with a five-point lead over John DeCon. He's got a four-point lead over me, ten points over John Smith. Uh, Travis and Gary, they're down the bottom. They're looking to crack the 300-point mark for this. Uh, just like uh, – just like Vengeance Day, this is only a uh, this is an Impact Plus show, so it doesn't have the major points. I believe Impact is done with their major points. I think this is the last thing that's going to get scored, unless uh, Tommy Dreamer decides to be funny and air a show on WrestleMania weekend, the afternoon of WrestleMania Night One. And so uh, this might be it. So we got five points for the Impact Championship, three points for all other title matches, one point for the non-title matches. Interpromotionals get a one-point bump, and there are a bunch of those. Uh, champion, uh, perfect pay-per-view. If you go heading. You get a five-point bump. I th- I think Impact will have a March and an April show. I think they are going to run a sh- rebellion. Uh, I th- I still think they'll do an Impact Plus special. Is it like hardcore weekend. hardcore justice was the or my yeah or something like that. They have sacrifice booked for March fifth. There we uh, go. There we go. We have sacrifice. So, so we got right, at least that. I stand corrected. See, that's why uh, we don't spread this year. Happy. Day. That's why we're here now. There's John Smith. John Smith chiming. Hey, guy, He's wrong, though. It could could very well mean the return that, of Brian. Star- you don't know that, Brian. Brian, you don't know that. <laughs> no, you, you don't. You don't know that it's not him. Though, you don't know that. He's just let's let John have his moment. He's been waiting for this for like three years now. Okay. Uh, and unfortunately, Cody Rhodes wasn't the only one who didn't get a contract signed. Unfortunately, what we thought was what I thought was storyline and a pretty good one. Turned into reality here. Uh, Josh Alexander started the show with an in-ring promo, extremely pissed off. Uh, a really long story short. Than that. How about that? Oh, what yeah. forbidden door open and let in Connor from the Ascension? Right. <laughs> anyway, Josh Alexander beat him in like a minute. Uh, Josh is not playing around anymore. Post-match, Alexander uh, reapplied the ankle lock. Security came down. Well, so then the Demore came out. They had this really heart-to-heart moment. Demore's like, listen, you, you, he sent them home for whatever stupid storyline reason it was, and it came out about three hours ago that Josh Alexander's contract uh, is now up, which actually eliminates his work visa. So not only does he not get a contract, he cannot stay in this country anymore, and he has to go back to Canada. So Josh Alexander actually had to be replaced. They were doing this. I guess they thought this might happen. This was taped. How long ago were you there, right? For the Fort Lauderdale papers. Yeah, it was like January... 20th or so yeah it was for your birthday right when uh uh what's his face um josh matthews uh, did your birthday grant for you right yeah that's true he did um so uh yeah so they they got together so there was a tag team match last week between uh matt taven and uh mike bennett against rhino rich swan uh taven and bennett i don't know more they got the win after maria fuji uh rhino behind the refs back post-match attack by macklin uh, who's pitching on Team Impact, so Macklin's going to be the one they decided to fill in for Josh Alexander. So going forward into this week on Thursday night, um, I don't, uh, Ryan Joy, I don't know if you saw all of these. I think this is the fifth and uh, the fourth match. I think everybody's now fought each other at least once, including Josh Alexander. Uh, this is, the I guess, the, the final rumor match that goes into this 10-man uh, tag team war, pretending to see Chris Saban's face behind the No Surrender logo. You have Team Impact against Honor No More, uh, Ryan Joy. 
And if Team Impact wins, Honor No More is gone from Impact Wrestling. And it, this kind of makes it a little, we kind of want them to stay, but now we, Impact with this forbidden door, they're getting very dangerous on their roster number here. Yeah, that's uh, true. I know a couple of guys are leaving. Like Rohit Raju is gone. Luster Legend, I just found out, was gone. I almost shed a tear over that one. I know uh, Fala Bob versus Fala Bob, Swingers Palace. Yeah, it's things are getting very busy over at Impact Wrestling. Um, I'm going to pick the Honor No More crew. Uh, I don't know if it's it's if it's made your radar yet, but apparently PCO did sign a contract with Impact, so. Oh, wow. He's hanging around, even if the rest of them don't. But uh, they're all finding workouts. Our OGK is working on NWA and stuff. So I'm picking. I'm picking Honor No More. Yeah, John the Connie. Uh, what happened last Thursday? Also, I guess originally Eddie Edwards, Saban, Rhino, and Rich Swan. They actually wanted Jonathan Gresham to be their partner. He was laid out in the back, or was he? Yeah, you know, I, I thought they were going to do something interesting with Gresham, like maybe put him on the team, and then he winds up turning on them. Instead, he winds up not being available because he was jumped, although we didn't see any evidence of that. We just saw him laid out. So that's how Macklin got in there. But, uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see if he plays any kind of role uh, at this Impact Plus special. I almost said pay-per-view. Uh, but – I'm going to go with Honor No More. It just seems like they didn't bring them around just for these couple of weeks, which probably were taped, you know, over the course of 48 hours. Uh, I'm sure that they're going to be around for a little while, maybe up until it's time to, to restart uh, Ring of Honor. So give me the Honor No More faction. Yeah, they can do something fun. Is it Rebellion? I don't, I, when, is, when is Ring of Honor starting up? Probably maybe like a week or two before Rebellion happens. So maybe, I don't know, maybe Impact invades Ring of Honor as well. Something will cross over that way. Ring of Honor has their next show, um, which will be the first since they laid everybody off. It will be WrestleMania weekend. Oh, so. is that? Well, okay, so April, okay, the first week of April, and then Rebellion's at the end of the month. So maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> Not exactly the store. Uh, sure of the story here i don't particularly care yes <laughs> john the connie <laughs> yes give me all of this yes uh, <laughs> there is going to be some big men flying and i i have to assume it's going to end with a tsunami and uh give me jonah in this one yeah ryan joy it's i, I love to is so freaking good and but he's just not supposed to win this sure, it's, it's, I know you got that. Yeah. It's, it's actually you know I haven't said anything but I'm actually black Taurus. So You're Taurus. Like, yeah, I, I go. yeah. Taurus. Taurus. So, I told Taurus. you I was at the table. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh, not Jonah right Jonah's not gonna he's gotta Jonah. yeah he's gotta dust off that Josh Alexander loss now that Josh isn't there. Yeah Jonah for sure too soon <laughs> uh Matt Cardona backstage interview discussing his digital media world title victory uh, the week prior, saying in 2022, he has to do things differently. He's begging Jordan to be ready for the rematch at No Surrender because, you know, he's always ready. So they have the rematch signed. Uh, I guess he still is, I guess, the internet champion. He's also the digital media champion. Is he still the GCW champion? I saw him with that belt, but he just no, recently won he's the NWA championship from uh, the Larry the Cable guy. What was his name? 
<laughs> Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch, yeah, yeah, I know. Ryan which Gilbert. has not, which has not aired on television, so it's sort of like the WWE Intercontinental Championship right now. Uh, it's been, I don't know. About that one. We'll talk about announced. that one. Uh, what's your question? Your question is whether or not Jordan Grace will get the title back. No, I don't think so. I don't think the new NWA champ is going to be uh, dropping a dropping a match to Jordan Grace. John I would have to agree with that. I think uh, Matt Cardona retains his worldwide web chip. Yeah, he might as well. Cardona's, uh, you know, everything's been going around with him. He's the greatest independent wrestler ever, apparently, in a matter of like a year of being released by WWE and signing with <laughs> He's been on fire. Like, He's why put out that flank? That'd be stupid. So give me Matt Cardona. Now we get to the fun stuff. The Bullet Club in-ring promo interrupted by Violet by Design and everything was just gold. It's all gold. They're going to have a six-man tag team match. Jay White and the Gorillas of Destiny going against Violet by Design this Thursday. Um, and uh, I'm missing the graphic for Eric Young and Jay White. So I apologize for that. I don't know if they deleted it. I made it. Spent a good time making it. <laughs> So I know it's it's all right. So uh, who do you got in this one, John? We got Eric Young. We got Jay White uh, in an absolute masterpiece. Yeah, I I mean I don't see Jay White losing uh, while he's you know over here visiting. Uh, so give me Jay White, Eric Young. <laughs> Nobody cares whether or not Eric Young wins or loses. He's a lunatic. He's thoroughly entertaining, and he can absolutely go. Jay White will beat him though. Yeah, so it's going to be a busy weekend for Jay White. He's just been – he's going to be on fire. So, Brian Joy, there you go, pal. Thank you. You might want to get that Good Brothers one ready. <laughs> the Good Brothers versus the Gorillas of Destiny. I got it. I'm ready. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with Jay White. Like you said, it's uh, like you said, it's a busy weekend for Jay, and I don't think he's dropping any matches. I guess I get too crazy with the deletions here. So, yeah, then in that same uh, bullet clip in-ring promo interrupted by Vinyl by Design, uh, the Good Brothers eventually came out, and that promo on the back and forth with them and Tamatanga, again, just so good. I am excited. Give me the Good Brothers. Give me the, the Gorillas of Destiny. I, 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 almost, I, heard, I don't know if you heard a stream from Jersey when the G.O.D. made it uh, when they were announced on Impact Wrestling. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm just this is going to be great, and I'm going with the Gorillas of Destiny. I'm not betting against them while I get to watch them. <laughs> and it has to be Carl Anderson with the pen. Yes, I know. Naturally, on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I think you hit on all of it right there. I think uh, Carl leads the pen. Uh, the Gorillas of Destiny are your new Impact World Tag Team Champions. And I hope they keep them till Rebellion, Ryan Joy. It's two months. That's what one one weekend of Impact taping for them, like. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have God in this as well. I mean, I think it wouldn't. Be, it's not crazy for Impact to to let those belts go. You know, Finn Juice had them for a while, um, but the Good Brothers have held those belts for quite some time now. Yeah, uh, and they really haven't had a whole heck of a lot of defenses. So I give them to God uh, and let God run around, do some other tapings with them and stuff, so that they can get that impact name exposed a little bit outside of the company. So, yeah. G.O.D. There you go. Uh, Chelsea Green defeated Mickey James in a non-title match via disqualification after Chelsea used the cutter, which apparently could only be used by Tasha Steeles, uh, <laughs> who was doing commentary during the match. 
So Sasha threw so Tasha threw a trash can at at uh at uh Chelsea Green and Savannah Slewford uh slew footed her causing the disqualification. So this week on Thursday we have a tag team match. Uh Chelsea Green and Mickey James going against Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. But then Saturday night we have the knockouts women's championship. Mickey and Tasha, Tasha Steeles winning the first ever uh women's ultimate X match to earn this opportunity. John the kind, does it get squandered? Yeah, I'm kind of afraid that it does here. I, I see probably Tasha and Savannah winning that tag match by uh, beating Chelsea. And then uh, I think Mickey is going to retain against Tasha. That's going to be my pick. Ryan, he already, she already beat one Jersey girl, Mickey James. She already beat one Jersey girl twice. Uh I, I don't know. I kind of hope Mickey sticks around. I I had Tasha. I switched it back to Mickey only because I think that if Rebellion's coming up, I know there's still a show in between, but I, I just think you need something. You need, you need Mickey at Rebellion. Yeah, I, you know, if, if this, listen, if this was Deanna Perrazzo had never lost the title to Mickey James or whatever, um, I might be picking Tasha Steeles over Deanna here. But I don't think Tasha over Mickey. Um, I think you're right. Mickey James is the bigger name. She's got the belt. She's wrestling other places with the belt. So it's, you know, helped like the, like the WWE Royal Rumble. <laughs> so I think, uh, I think Mickey wins here. And, you know, Tasha Steele's maybe down the road, but not here. Uh, John, you got you on this one yet or no? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm already on the, uh, the Mickey James bandwagon here. All right. Uh, and then uh, in our main event, the world title match, well, last uh, last Thursday, W. Morrissey defeated Brian Myers in a notice qualification match after two power bombs on the thumbtack. Man. Uh, post-match attack by Moose on Morrissey, getting some payback from the hotel uh, hotel attack the week prior. Uh, looks like Morrissey's on crack in that picture, but I don't think he will be legally uh, in the match. John Connie, are we going to take it off Moose this quickly? I do not believe so. I do not believe that uh, the Beavis and Butthead on steroids is going to take the front. <laughs> no, I've got, I got Moose retaining. Yeah, I got Moose as well. Ryan Joy, you want to make it unanimous because John Smith's got him also. Moose. There we go. I, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, work put behind Morrissey for this build, but no, Moose. If this was Rebellion, I might take him. If this is just an Impact Plus. Yeah. Uh, John Smith, he's got Moose, he's got Mickey James retaining, he's got Good Brothers retaining, Jay White, Matt Cardona retaining, Honor Moore, Honor No More sticking around with Jonah beating Black Torrose. Before we get to the Elimination Chamber, oh, we got a comment chiming in. Here we go. I like it. There you go. Yeah. I love those fan comments. Right? At least, at least spam is paying attention to us. I think, I think they, that's a tip of the cap to us. I, you know, that bots are going out of their way to make sure they spam our comment section. So we're doing no. something right, boys. We're doing this. This right. actually says in, uh, I think that's Klingon translated into the English language. That says, "Listen to that Ryan Joy guy. He knows what he's talking about." Yes. So, so that's what it actually is. So uh, before we get into uh, the Elimination Chamber, let's uh, about Friday night. Uh, John the Connie, 
Uh, the New Day's back together again, as I'm sure you discussed. Uh, Big E uh, has been shipped to SmackDown uh, with Woods, I guess, on IR for the time being. Our royal, uh, our, our our royal king, royal highness. Uh, it was like New Day. Uh, it's getting at it, and uh, we have another check mark here. Hey, yes, indeed. That's it. We had uh, Los Lotharios. They unveiled a new wrinkle to their gimmick, where they they give a lucky fan a kiss on the kiss cam on their way to the ring. And uh, this week, they actually got it done in the ring when they faced the New Day. Uh, Kofi attempted a sunset flip pin, but Angel's momentum kept him uh, rolling through, and he jumped back into Kofi's guard for the roll-up win at 10 minutes, 45 seconds. So, cha-ching, raw roll-up, counter. Fuck one for SmackDown. Uh, Natalia defeated Ali with a sharpshooter. Ali actually made it to the bottom ropes, but this, since there were no DQs during that match, the referee didn't break the hold, and Leah had no choice but to tap out. Post-match attack by Natalia, thwarted by the great protector, Zia Lee, who this time took our advice and sprinted down the aisle to help Aliyah instead of doing the, the thing, which is cool, but when somebody is in trouble, you cannot be doing your martial arts expedition on your way down the aisle. So Zylee, she was listening to the Essential Wrestling Podcast. Way to go. Good job. The great protector. Uh, in other news, Happy Corbin uh, defeated Cesaro after the end of days. Uh, Ryan Joy, can you confirm that Baron Corbin is actually undefeated since hitting the jackpot? Something? I'll look it up. There we go. That's what they're saying. Undefeated since he uh, hit the jackpot. So uh, coming up this Friday night on SmackDown. Uh, last Friday uh, on the Insane Talk Show, where Sammy's guests were Rick Boos, uh, who he electrocuted with a trick microphone, and the Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura, who he Luva kicked. So Sammy with a one-up here. They are going to go at it for the Intercontinental Championship. Sammy, uh, Sammy I believe, earned he won a gauntlet, I think, to earn this opportunity. Um, where is it? Uh, there's video going around that Sami Zayn won this match. Uh, I'm gonna call BS on this one now. Sami, the great little, he's there's been some conspiracies theories with him. I don't think this was John Licati, I don't think this was a real tape. I think this is another uh, conspiracy against Sami Zayn. <laughs> I think Nakamura is gonna win here. Well, I, I am uh, ignorant to that tape that's floating around, uh, but I'm, geez, I, I, I just really think that they're not doing anything with Shin as the champion, so why wouldn't you put it on Sammy and make it really, really uh, entertaining because Sammy is just so entertaining, and then he can drop it to Boogs before WrestleMania to get the belt out of the way for when Sammy fights Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. So, see, here we go. See, this is, again, we don't know this. Uh, we, this is all, I think, a conspiracy against Sami Zayn, Ryan. Yeah, no, I think WWE announced it, though. So, like, you know. <laughs> who are they? They're the biggest conspirators against Sami Zayn. You can't Fair trust enough. anybody here, right? Well, here's what I can tell you about Baron Corbin. <laughs> oh, good. Back to the yeah, back to Yeah, yeah. He The last singles match he lost was Summer Slam. To Big E. But he lost on January 28th in a tag match. So. I don't count that. That's a single I guess they don't count that. Uh, 
all jokes aside, I believe it was this guy uh, a while ago who said the next person who challenges Shinsuke Nakamura was going to beat him for it. So. Going uh, about last night on the Monday Night Raw, everything else on SmackDown leads into the Elimination Chamber, and we will get to it. But last night on Raw, uh, where we paper sticking together. Really dry down here in my studio. Very dry. I got paper sticking together. COVID. I don't want to get COVID on the paper if I had it. You know, they, John the County, the Street Prophet, and the Dirty Dogs. And here we go with Dolph Ziggler and Tommaso Ciampa. Again, here we go. Yeah, we had uh, Ciampa sitting in with uh, uh, commentary. At one point, he would uh, throw his drink in Dolph Ziggler's face. And unfortunately, Rude was paying more attention to that than he was to Angelo Dawkins, who would uh, hit that the anointment, uh, that uh, big spine buster he does, which set him up, of course, for the from the heavens splash by Montez Ford and the one, two, three for a sub three minute victory for the Street Profits. And then afterwards, uh, Ciampa would eat a super kick from Dolph Ziggler, who would then scurry away. And again, Street Profits doing a great job letting us know. Uh, they always put them on first, and they always tell us what's going on the whole rest of the show. Like I, I got my whole raw roll, uh, my whole raw lineup out of the Street Profits before they go on there. They do a good job with that. Uh, the arcade broke up party looked like fun. John the County, you were a frat guy, right? How'd you, how'd you like the broke up party? Oh, shit. Who doesn't love a broke up party? Come on. <laughs> uh, the Alpha Academy apparently didn't. Uh, they finally put an end to it after attacking Riddle. And then everybody bailed like the cops showed up, leaving the host of the party to take all the blame. Everybody bailed on that. That was that was such a frat party, house party move by everybody else involved in that whole thing. Uh, anyway, Riddle will get to the, his, his licks in later on. Uh, we'll get to that. Valentine's Day date amongst best friends turned into Tazawa, again making me laugh my ass off. That was great. Uh, Reggie, just like Nicky Ash a couple of weeks ago with Rhea, Got put in the friend zone, so Reggie, just like Nikki, didn't like that. So he rolled up Dana to regain the 24-7 title, and she got stuck with the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Good job by Reggie. Great win by Reggie and all of the men who have ever been put in the friend zone before. <laughs> Ryan, uh, what does it say when one guy can beat former tag team champions? Well, um, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. just barely squeaked it out. I barely. mean, yep. it was uh, Omos versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Like you said, the former tag team champions going by the name of the Hurt Business right now. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Omos just barely squeaked this one out. You know, he was able to, I don't know, kind of like shift his weight a little bit and then hit that big choke bomb and roll up Cedric for the win. It was a roll up, right? That's how he did it. I, I can't wait to the day Omos gets raw roll up. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, of course, Ryan. Uh, I had the, the pitch meeting catchphrase here. Super easy, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens apparently was lying last week. He doesn't like Texas. John Smith texted me about this. He's like, "What the hell? Is, what are, why are they bringing in Texas?" Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin rumors or SpongeBob? Anyone want to talk about Stone Cold real quick, John County? Uh, just that, uh, yeah, I mean, this is obviously leading to Kevin fighting someone from Texas. Uh, of course, Stone Cold's the first one that jumps to my mind, but I suppose there are others. 
Just Brian keep Joy, I threw out the idea in pre-production of uh, just having a KO show with his with his guest Uncle Steve Austin, just like uh, Piper's Pit back in uh, WrestleMania 21. Yeah, I think just whatever they do, keep it short, right? I mean, it's if they're if if Steve is going to actually be in a match where they ring the bell and all that stuff, um, keep it short. But WrestleMania 19 was his last match. Austin Rock three. Wow. And it's a really good one for him to go out on. So I just, you know, exactly. like Shawn Michaels right. never should have came back. That's that? my countdown. I think that's in my top 10 Rock Austin three. It was the best out of the three. I loved Hollywood Rock in that, that whole feud. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we are going to go forward into the Elimination Chamber. We got some comments real quick. We got, uh, 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 Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, John Morrison, and the rest of the normal teams releases all become free agents tomorrow. Maybe they'll show up in Saudi Arabia. By the way, I the Veer Mahan thing, I've been thinking about this. He is on main event like every single week. And I think that show actually is is very a lot more used a lot more internationally. So I'm thinking that that's intentional. I don't know if he's ever coming to Raw, but he's gonna be on main event if you want to watch that. <laughs> Matchup, or that, and we go forward. So, here are our points. Same as always, there's a lot, there's all five point shows. Oops, sorry, I gotta do the standings first, right? Maggie May is still kicking all our asses badly. 51 wins, she doesn't even have 10 losses yet. Absolutely unbelievable. The ass kicking she's putting on everybody, Ryan. You must be very proud. I'm proud, yep. Uh, five points for the WWE Universal title matches, three points for all the title matches, one point for non title matches. Chambers get a 10-point bump. This is the WWE title, which is a five-point match, uh, is being defended in the chamber. That will make the perfect pay-per-view bonus 15 points. Uh, there was a gauntlet match last night on, on Monday Night Raw. I can get it the same. Um, there was a gauntlet match to determine who's not winning the chamber match, pretty much. Uh, Rhea Ripley got three wins via the Riptide. The Bianca Belair... Defeated uh, Rhea Ripley with the KOD. Um, she gets to enter last, but again, John DeConi with WWE logic, she just lost it. So, um, but what we did thought, and this is what John Smith, John Smith actually took the time and the energy to actually make uh, the, the graphic for this match, um, putting Daniel Bryan as the mystery <laughs> opponent. Uh, so kudos to him. But Alexa Bliss's training looks like it's going well. The doc presented Alexa with the remains of Lily, and Alexa got through it. She presented her with a new Lily, and he said, I have an idea. And uh, that is as long as she has this new Lily with the old remains in, the, I guess, the new doll, that Alexa is going to be okay. So Alexa is, I guess, mentally cleared, and Alexa will actually be the sixth entrance. She is going to be... Uh, the, the the mystery opponent, the question marks. It wasn't Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson. I think could have been CM Punk, I guess. Uh, is that joke dead? And I think that joke is officially dead. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, Alexa's time to get back in the ring. She put herself in the chamber. So this is a huge wrench in this match, Ryan Joy. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I kind of had Bianca Belair pegged to win this match before the gauntlet match occurred. And I'm feeling like I'm not going to change my mind. I'm going to keep keep my money on Bianca. 
I, I, I wish actually, maybe I should, maybe next summer when I have a little bit extra time, I got to do some chamber stats here. Uh, John DeConi, I guess the one stat that we do know is the all-time uh, winning most eliminations in a single chamber uh, belongs to uh, Shayna Baszler. Yep. And that's five. That's that's the most you can get. And she's the only one that's ever done it. Uh, yes, I don't think anybody here, I don't think Dewdrop's going to go on a run and, and, and beat all five. But uh, this is, this, I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm just um, I'm looking at this, and I was afraid it was gonna be Bianca, and I don't want it to be Bianca, and I'm just going to try and will it into existence. I'm gonna say Alexa. Yeah, so let's let's. I mean, this is how I'm looking at it. Uh, Do drop? Oh, she beat Bianca Belair. She beat Liv Morgan. She beat Rhea Ripley. Rhea's interesting, and Nikki Ash is 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 back to being no. So. I, I think the winner of this match gets uh, the winner of the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. I, I, I don't think I don't I, I think it has to be Alexa Bliss here. I don't I don't think there's any other options because either we've seen it before, or it's it's reversal. Yeah, it was 41 minutes, I believe. Uh, John DeConnie's uh, yeah. stopwatch. That's what my stopwatch said. Yep. So I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. I think that was a game-changing uh, entry there. So, um, and, and the winner of that match will get the winner of the Raw Women's Championship match. I don't know why things are getting to the run. Are you deleting stuff on me? What's happening? Again, I'm, I'm, missing another, I'm missing another graphic. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm not doing yeah, it. There you go, Raw Women's There we go. Uh, apparently, there was a contract signing with Becky and Lita last night. Uh, Lita is pushing Becky to a point where Becky doesn't want to go and doesn't think she'll ever come back from. Uh, Lita also paying tribute uh, to her parent childhood hero, Dangerous Danny Davis, wearing the black and white vertical stripe pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, the winner of the chamber gets the winner of this match, John DeConi. Uh Yeah, you, you know, before they put Alexa into the chamber match with, you know, no fanfare, I really thought that maybe this match would go on early and Lita would take the title from Becky. And then Becky would put herself in the chamber match and win it so that we get them at WrestleMania because that just seemed to make the most sense for, you know, Lita was going to face Charlotte at WrestleMania, we thought, going into the Rumble. And now it just seems like she's, you know, even though she keeps saying she's here for a nice run, I don't know if that's what we get here. I'm going to say Becky retains. Brian Joy. Yeah, I think Lita's here for the payday, right? I think she's going to get paid a whole truckload of money to go to Saudi Arabia and lose this match. Becky wins. And I don't care what you say. I, I'm still going. I'm, I'm doubling down on SummerSlam rematch. Okay. They, uh, yeah, Becky said you're not going to end the 500 day on the Venus streak. You know, if you count the two runs together, it's not going to happen in Saudi Arabia. It's not going to happen. It's, it's going to happen at WrestleMania if it happens. And I'm not fully convinced it's going to. Yeah, that'll be a hard match to call. Yep. Uh, Mad Cat Moss in the trainer's room after, uh, I guess, I get a black guy from uh, the Claymore kick the week prior from, uh, from Drew McIntyre. 
Uh, Mac had uh, Mouse in the trainer's room saying his eye isn't 100%, and the match versus Drew at the chamber should be canceled. But he was gold bricking Monsoon. He was gold bricking. Uh, Drew McIntyre called him out on it and said their match is now a falls count anywhere. Uh, I believe the punchline to Moss's joke last week that WrestleMania main event got off scot free, but I don't think. <laughs> John DeConnie. Uh, this this one, I mean, obviously, McIntyre is a quick and easy answer here, but I almost wonder if the way they get to McIntyre versus Corbin, since it's false count anywhere, uh, presumably that also makes it no DQ. Does Corbin help Madcap Moss win here? Yeah, that's, I don't know. If James, I don't know if James James is going to be talking about this match, but maybe the <laughs> but uh, lead up. I'm going to go the safe route here and say McIntyre beats Moss. Ryan Joy. Yeah, I think, you know, maybe Corbin will be involved to some extent, but I think in spite of that, McIntyre still gets the win. Easily. I think, I think it's going to, I think it's, he's definitely going to be involved. It all, it all depends on whether or not their plan works or not. And I'm going to go that it's not. I think I'm just laughing. I think that's. <laughs> Corbin's going to do something so awful to the point where it, that that's what's going to lead into WrestleMania. Because I, I guess they're, they're going towards Corbin and McIntyre. Cor- McIntyre already beat Moss once. I guess now, what's what's the point of beating him twice? You know, it, it, what are you proving if it's not Baron Corbin yet? So I think this is a story roadblock that's going towards McIntyre getting the win at WrestleMania. So. I'm going to go with, with Riddick Moss here, Mad Cat Moss. Um, probably an end of days through something. I don't want to say explosive. I think that's too rough. It's a lot, of, a lot of points are going to be shifting here, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I'm so behind on the standings in WWE. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, Alpha Academy defeated the Mysterios after the Miz on commentary. Tried to distract Dominic. Uh, on the top turnbuckle, Dominic attempted a high crossbody anyways, in which Gable rolled through, grabbed some tights, and completed the heel roll roll-up with perfection. Post-match skull-crushing finale on Rey Mysterio. To make sure the Mysterios stay out of their business, I spoke too soon because later in the night, uh, we got Ray Ray in The Miz going to Saudi Arabia. I will take The Miz on this one, as um, I'm supposed to. Same character, Brian Joe. I also have selected the Miz for this win. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Ray has to go over there because the uh, you know the the king who puts on the show remembers Ray from the '90s, so he has to go, but he doesn't have to win. John the Con. Uh, I've got the uh, the video game cover guy uh, getting the victory here. I think Miz. I- it, I don't think it matters. You know, it, it, he's another one of the guys that falls into the category where it never matters whether he wins or not. You're still going to hate him just as much the next time around. So, give me Mysterio over Miz. Speaking of which, Sean the Con, speaking of which, Chad Gable was all over the place on Monday Night Raw. Any thoughts on that? All over the place. Shoes! <laughs> Dick. <laughs> You're not force-feeding Chad Gable down my throat. Poor Gable, please. Bring it. <laughs> Sony DeVille announced uh, that round the, on, on SmackDown that Round the Rossi was fined and suspended, but that was overruled via email by Mr. McMahon. 
if Sony interferes in the SmackDown title match, that her job would be in serious jeopardy. Charlotte Flair actually defeated uh, Naomi one-on-one, uh, no interference to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship after hitting the natural selection. Uh, Sony Deville went into the ring post-match to laugh at Naomi for losing. Naomi attacked, thwarted by Charlotte Flair. Sony attacked, which was thwarted by Ronda Rousey. So uh, they put him in a tag team match. This was announced last night on Monday Night Raw as well. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Naomi against Sony Deville and Charlotte Flair, Brian George. Yeah, and I'm hearing the, and you can put up your SpongeBob if you want. I'm hearing this is going to be Ronda with one arm tied behind her back in this match as the stipulation. So that makes me think, well, maybe I'm wrong about, you know, I have Ronda and Naomi selected here, but if Ronda only has the use of one arm, maybe they're just trying to get Ronda over as the challenger. So I'm, I'm going to pick Ronda and Naomi. Yeah, and John Connie, you know, one arm, that's one thing. It's not like it's they tied it's one legged person in an ass kicking contest, right? Is that what the old JR, the old phrase was? That's a good point. And I think he, uh, Rhonda can still put on the arm bar because, you know, two, you know, two legs and one arm, I think that's still enough to put uh, Sonia in the arm bar and get a tap. Jay Gates going Rey Mysterio over the Miz. Uh, James Moore could probably get three women's matches, including a chamber match. So yep, they still six. can't drive. They have no rights, but no, they can't drive. <laughs> I can't drive. Driving's not important. Trains are four. Um, six women in the chamber, four women, so that's ten in that tag team match. Plus Beckett's twelve women competing in Saudi Arabia. No. That's 12 um, triple X t-shirts that they're going to have to bust out. <laughs> <coughs> the Usos attacked the Viking Raiders during a backstage interview on SmackDown. Oop, wrong one. And uh, stole their Viking helmets. So it looks like the Usos will be wearing, uh, I guess at least on Friday, uh, I hope they actually make it to Saudi Arabia. It's got to be tough to get those things through a metal detector. Though, airport, right? John McCombie? Yeah, I think you know, there's been almost no build to this. So, you know, I reserve the right to change my mind if something interesting happens on Friday. But I'm going to say the Usos retain here. And the Viking Raiders deserve better. But there's really been kind of no oomph to this other than stealing their horned helmets or horned crowns, whatever you say. Uh, so give me the Usos. Ryan Joy. Yeah, same as you. I've got Jimmy and Jay retaining. Um, I like Eric and Ivar a lot. I think they're a great team, and when the uh, the mojo is going, uh, they're unstoppable. But the mojo is not going. So give me Jimmy and Jay. Yeah, I think Uso's got to hold. I, I think they got to go through WrestleMania with it. As long as Roman's champion, he they got to be champions as well. Um, so yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is the time of the place for them to lose. So I got the Uso's. Think of Roman Reigns uh, backstage interview with Roman Reigns. Uh, by Michael Cole. Goldberg would have had a chance two years ago. Roman is untouchable now. Now they can get that Roman. It was two years ago. Uh, the main event of WrestleMania 36 was supposed to be Roman Reigns challenging Goldberg for the Universal Championship. It ended up being Braun Strowman traveling all the way across the country twice uh, to make it there for that match. After Roman uh, went home due to COVID restrictions. Uh, Goldberg, uh, in a backstage interview, responded to Roman Reigns. Good luck, kid. It ain't going to happen. So... We finally get the match that we should have had two years ago. Um, but this uh, Roman's right. This is not that Roman Reigns that was supposed to be two years ago. This is the head of the table. This is our tribal chief. This is the untouchable one. 
Ryan Joy. I, we, I, I, I understand that Saudi loves Goldberg, and that's the reason why this is happening now. Um, but it's, it's, it's same thing I said about Mysterio. Goldberg has to go because you know the Saudi prince knows him, knows who he is, but he doesn't have to win. <laughs> you can put the Viking Raiders helmet in and check that. Yes, John Connor. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is Roman in God mode now. I, di I didn't want that match two years ago. I don't care about this match now. I think Roman wins this one fairly easily, but uh, the Saudis get to see Goldberg, so good for them. Uh, good, uh, Shane Wheeler, I guess he's got inside information saying that I guess he knows uh, yeah, Goldberg has one match left on his contract. Yeah. I didn't realize John Wheeler, is he Goldberg's agent? Yeah, um, yeah, this match two years ago cost me about 50 points because I didn't think Roman was going to be out as long as he was, and I had Goldberg beating Strowman so he could eventually lose to Roman Reigns. So I lost 50 points on that one, but uh, I'm sticking with Roman and, until he fights Rocky. I'm not going against Roman. Uh, In-ring promo last night to start off Monday Night Raw with Bobby Lashley, the, uh, the almighty champion, with uh, Montel Valdez Porter, MVP, turned into a reintroduction of who's in the chamber match, uh, which ended with Lesnar suplexing Fury all over the ring. Uh, also later the night, Damien Priest defeated AJ Styles with the Royal Roll to retain the United States title. I don't even know why AJ was challenging for that. That was weird. And then Seth Rollins defeated Randy Orton uh, in the main event after Randy hit the RKO, which prompted the Alpha Academy. Again, Chad Gable everywhere. Love it. Uh, Randy met him halfway down the ramp. Randy rolled back, back. When Randy rolled back in after fighting the Alpha Academy, uh, Academy did a curb stomp. Uh, and then Seth Rollins got the one, two, three. So those are the matches leading into from those combatants. We didn't see Austin three the rest of the night. We didn't see Brock Lesnar the rest of the night or Bobby Lashley. Riddle was in Toga for most of it. He was in that fight at the end as well. Uh, but I, this is this could be as cut and dry as Bobby Lashley retaining, it could be as cut and dry as Brock Lesnar retaining. I unfortunately put my prediction on the line a while ago, specifically, I think it was at the Royal Rumble, that where Bobby was going to beat Brock, which he did, and then I said Bobby was going to lose it in the chamber to either AJ Styles or Seth Rollins. So that those two would be the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania. So I have to stick to that. Now, my decision, my problem is which route do you go? And then the reason why it's kind of weird how Styles just lost and Rollins just won in a main event. Um, I, I still don't know who I'm picking at these two. And the funny thing is, I'm probably wrong on both of them, Ryan Joy. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> Um, so it's weird because on one hand, I say, okay, we've got two nights of WrestleMania. We probably would benefit from having two world title matches. Um, now, on the other hand, this is the Elimination Chamber, and they can't get out of, you know, they can't eliminate Lesnar by countout or DQ or funny business uh, unless there's a rule change or something. Oh, ha -ha. Yeah, from ha -ha. Um, so I don't see Lesnar eating a pin. I, he's definitely not submitting. Oh, yeah. So um, so I'm going to pick Lesnar here and so that it actually goes title for title at WrestleMania. The, the only caveat is, yeah, they introduced some rule that there's a new way to eliminate somebody from the elimination chamber, um, like they exit the cage or something like that. 
John DeConi, I for for Lesnar to get eliminated, it has to be by Roman Reigns getting into the cage and spearing him for Austin Theory to pin Brock Lesnar. I think that would be absolutely incredible. Um, it, it has to be Theory, though, but it, it has to be a spear from Roman Reigns to get him out. I, I was going a different way, kind of uh, off of what Ryan was saying. The door opens, and Brock and uh, uh, Lashley either chase each other out or roll out, and they fight all the way to the back. We never see them again. Like That way, you don't have to beat Lashley. You don't have to beat Brock. I, I know it makes no sense, but putting Brock in this match made no goddamn sense because yeah. then it made no sense to have had him beat uh, to have uh, Lashley beat him, so if and I, I mean I've been saying for two weeks I thought Brock was going to go crazy and murder somebody backstage, and get you know suspended and get pulled out of this match. They didn't go that route, so now how do they get themselves out of this that we don't wind up with title for title? Because title for title makes no goddamn sense. So I, I just I see them exiting the cage while the doors open from one of the other eliminations and. Rolling to the back, we never see them again. And Seth Rollins wins the title here. I'd actually decided on AJ Styles just because if this is going to be the main event, I think they're going to send the crowd home happy. Yeah, Lesnar's there because it's Saudi Arabia, and that's it. it is, I think well, it might, the, the hole in my theory is yeah, it, it's Lesnar. If 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 Reigns spears Lesnar, and that's how, that doesn't eliminate Bobby though. Like, <laughs> like so, how do you get Bobby out of this thing? And, and maybe a phenomenal forum. I think Styles could do it. I don't think Bobby's that. I mean, I guess maybe this this day and age, Bobby Lashley is. But I mean, I so picked Rollins. I want to go with sending the crowd home happy with with AJ Styles. And like I said, I think I think it would just be the, the best thing in the world if they did AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. You know, I, I don't care who has the belt. Um, that match would do the WWE Championship proud at WrestleMania. So that is our elimination chamber picks, John Smith. He's got Bobby Lashley retaining, Roman Reigns retaining, Becky Lynch retaining. He is with Brian Joy. He's got Bianca Belair as well. He's got the War Raiders, Viking Raiders winning the tag titles. Good for him. Drew McIntyre, Rey Mysterio, and he's got Charlotte Flair, Sony Deville winning the tag team match. So that will do it for that. And then here's, uh, here's what we got. So uh, here are the Raw roll-ups that we tallied up this week. It's with Deanna Perrazzo, probably the most technical Raw roll-up of all time. She got on Santana Garrett. Angel Friday night on Kofi Kingston. Then we had three last night on Raw. Uh, Damien Priest, Reggie, Chad Gable. And Raw has now taken their lead back from AEW, who went squeaky clean on both Dynamite and Rampage. Raw back in the driver's seat. And even more fun news. I believe I counted. There's 23. Uh, if you do this right. So 7-3 is 10. 6-3 1 is 10. Yeah, 23. 23-year-olds has been... Uh, Different guys doing them every week. There really hasn't been a leaderboard up until, again, the MVP, I think, of today's episode, Chad Cable. He, he strikes first. He's the, uh, the, the annual, the, the, the yearly winner right now. He's leading the pack with his second Royal roll-up this past week. Uh, everyone else stuck at one. There still has been uh, all 23 different people have been rolled up on the other side, so we'll get into that. Um, what's that so here, telling I have you? a question. Right. Would like a would a crucifix bomb be considered a roll up? No, because I think the bomb would knock you out, right? 
Okay. Because there is uh, Colby Carino, who is Steve Carino's son. He does what is what I can only describe as a mahi straw cradle bomb to get a win, to get to get his win. So um, I know you're not tracking NWA here, so you won't you won't see no, that. No, 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 I don't even know the name of their champion. It's an interesting roll up. Sounds like. Who is I'm gonna try with a little music down there. And I'm still, I'm, here I am ripping off the Daily Rosing Morning News show because I'm going to be doing uh, some music around the ads. Primetime Rundown, powered by StreamYard with Joe Jarzanka, Ian Schreier, Rob Luca. Now at 6 p.m. on Friday night. I'm sorry, 7 p.m. on Friday night as they take the wide world of sports right here on all of the Eastern Observer platforms. For more information, please go to theeasternobserver.com. We have a new show on the Eastern Observer, five episodes old. One near and dear to my icy heart, the Sunday Sauce debuted about a month ago with our very own Sheriff Tyler Adele, along with his partner Drewski Noodles, I believe is his Twitter handle, Andrew Macaria, as they bring you everything NHL and all of the league's happenings. Get saucy this Sunday afternoon with the Sunday Sauce right here on all of the Eastern Observer platforms. The Body Slam Brigade newsletter, over 5,000 subscribers, received this weekly column. Make sure you go to minutesthebelltime.com to subscribe. The Body Slam Brigade, by Ryan, for you, for free. The Black Cats NYC, their new album, Free Cake, is out on all of these music providers. These are YouTube, Pandora, Spotify. Wherever you get your music, you can get the Black Cats NYC's uh, album, Free Cake. It's out now. Play it loud. As always, the Essential uh, Wrestling Podcast is sponsored by ProWrestlingPickup.com, the internet leader in sports entertainment picking pools. Join us at, in these. Join us in the EWP public pool to play against us or create a private pool with you and your friends. ProWrestlingPickup.com, play against your friends, play against the universe. You guys, she will like it too. Join us back here next week. Uh, episode 94 of the Essential Wrestling Podcast, we will be recapping Elimination Chamber, Vengeance Day, and No Surrender, plus whatever happens uh, uh, between Warlow, CM Punk, and all that mess on Dynamite, who's fighting who. Um, uh, going to be a great week of wrestling. I'm looking forward to it, John McConaughey. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. You've heard all our picks. We've got big, big shows. Can't wait. Brian Joy. All good. Big weekend of wrestling. Let's have fun. Yeah, maybe we just started this in January, Jay. It's only a couple months old, so maybe I guess give Orange Cassidy uh, a chance here. So uh, that'll be it for us, for Brian Joy, for John DeConi. Uh Alexa Bliss, we love you. Larry Steve, forever in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> John DeConnie, take it home. Thanks for joining us. And as always, we wish you the best in all your future endeavors. All right, now that this is done, I can go back and watch this. <laughs>